Welcome to the Edutech Me podcast. This episode is produced by Ben Newsom, Suzette Bailey, Carrie Benedet, and Jonathan Schack. And yes, I am an AI introducing each episode. Research shows that people trust in AI-generated faces differs from trust in original human faces. And fake faces can even be trusted more than real ones. It is fascinating that people find AI-generated faces more trustworthy than original human faces, as this goes against what people expect. The episode continues with a discussion about how facial recognition technology can be used for good and bad purposes. It also talks about how deep fakes can be used to impersonate people, and how this can be used for fraud or other nefarious purposes. Yes, welcome again to the Edutech Me podcast. I'm Ben Newsom, and also hanging out with Suzette Bailey, Carrie Benedet, and Jonathan Shack. And uh, we've been talking about AI for quite a few episodes now, funnily enough. But uh, a lot of this has been challenging our assumptions about what we think AI can and can't do. And one of the assumptions that really came up was, well, imagine generated faces. You know, the AI ones, not the real ones, not ones you're used to seeing walking down the street or in the mirror, and AI creating it. Would you trust it? Well, turns out it went completely against what people expect, didn't it, Carrie? It did. It did. And who would have thought that people believed that the original human faces were less trustworthy than the AI-generated faces? I find that absolutely phenomenal. So, I mean, it, it says a lot for where we are um, entertaining ourselves how we are responding to particular media, what it is that, what is it about a human face that we don't like and we prefer something that's generated? I mean, that's that's in itself interesting. I mean, we can't all be beautiful. We, we're living in an instantaneous society where there's a lot of um, tampering. Tampering, I'll use an old-fashioned old word, a bit of cosmetic surgery going on for, um, you know, for... Uh, is Instagram all these pretty pretty uh, pics of ourselves? But it's very interesting that people didn't find original human faces as trustworthy as the AIs. What are your thoughts, guys? Probably, Karen, it's probably a good point. Actually, it's probably although the study doesn't really mention that, but it's probably um, very much um, reason why it probably does occur is that we do have this unrealistic view of uh, a lot of people that you know on Instagram there's filters uh, before we were here uh, Ben was giving us a rundown of how to use some of the zoom filters and we played around with adding mustaches and things like that to ourselves but also you can smooth your skin out and things like that and the reality is though a lot of celebrities do that and so we do almost have this unrealistic view mm. of real people and and is that translating to now that AI generated faces are becoming more trustworthy because they actually look more real than you know the so-called real faces these days that are being adjusted with filters. I, I wonder if it's a function of um, a graduated process that we've become more associated with screen time, you know, with the television generation and then video and you know movies, of course, all the way through, and now with our you know, virtual meetings like this, for example, that we're spending more and more time on screen. And because of those filters and because of those cosmetic surgery and, and uh, lighting and all sorts of things that uh, people are now looking better than they do naturally. 
And because we're all on the screen so much, that becomes the norm in our minds. And uh, therefore the AI generated face, which was pretty clever anyway, will come out as being more attractive. And we know there's an analogy here is with the AI voices. They're, they're now indistinguishable with real voices. Mm -hmm. so, so I just had a thought, Jonathan, as you were speaking um, about that. There are a number of people uh, in the population who are experts in facial recognition, right? So I would really love them to be able to have a look at this and, and tell us, because we get messages when we look at people, when we observe them, as well as listen to them, we take in a whole lot of information about um, how high their eyebrows are, whether they've got a smile on their face, whether their eyes are squinted. So it gives us frowning, the lines on our forehead. Um, it gives us an indication of how that person is feeling and thinking. Mm -hmm. And so I, that's what I'm fascinated about with this discussion. If we actually gave this to our facial recognition um, experts, what, yeah. what messages would they be thinking uh, where we are going to start to miss or perhaps or pick up that are incorrect because of the AI generation versus the realism? That's just where I went with that, yeah. And I also think um, using that as a tool for um, people with autism, especially profoundly autistic, will be incredibly powerful. Reading visual cues, facial cues is, a, is an actual a, a real trouble. Yeah. Uh, and that will honestly help their lives, yeah. period. Um, it'd be really, really handy. I also sort of think about, wouldn't be handy to have a tool, like just say we're living in the world where deep fakes are gonna grow. They just are. I mean, we're, we're having a conversation effectively about it now, whether a fake about a person or they're actually a fictitious person, either way they're AI. It'd be kind of nice to have a little bot on your on your tet, on your desktop going is it, yeah well the real slim sh shady please stand up like you know what I mean like will the real person actually stand up and yeah because I don't know who it is and this one is this real is this not I don't know but it's um you know interesting times is that yeah yeah look it's one of those things going because this article for everyone is um is actually a scientific American one uh, and the the particular research and going on with this around you know the forensic you know sort of checking to see is it a real fake or sorry is it a fake or is it a real person um being able to us as you know we've talked about this in previous podcasts how do we determine uh the that the person is real so that we don't get taken in by fake news and all this sort of thing but there's also like even the the aspect i thought was really interesting in the article as well talking about the forensic aspect of this mm. um, being able to be able, um, confirm that this is a fake uh video or a fake uh image so that it, because of uh yeah uh, people being actually doing the wrong thing and it's not just us being able to do it but also moving forward things like that into you know sort of in the forensic aspect as well my brain went in a totally weird rabbit hole just then i was thinking about the earth no, <laughs> i don't know who, who would have thought uh, like i was actually thinking of as a kid and like um you come home and and the bird doesn't look quite right Is it... <laughs> maybe the bird's been replaced and you don't know and the ai can tell you <laughs> no i went down that road but there you go but i mean yeah uh, again, the old goldfish trick yes the goldfish trick too i mean, this, I mean eventually what it's doing is it's picking up points of recognition i mean it's the same thing as when you look at your mm. facial recognition that's on your phones these days it's it's really just looking at that 
mm. um, only at a far deeper level and micro detail that a lot of people can't pick up unless they're a facial recognition expert, et cetera. Yeah, tell you my rabbit hole, because I know it to be a fact, is the closer you grow to someone and the more you love them, the less you look at them. <laughs> really? This is true. <laughs> You're admitting this on, on a live podcast. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And, um, you know, it's perverse, but it's, it's, it's because you are so familiar with someone, you actually your brain is not seeking the information all the time to confirm that that's the person. It makes and a lot of I, sense. I wonder if AI might be sort of, you know, a bit similar in that regard, that, you know, that it does. Because it learns itself, it stops learning when it has it confirmed all the time, so to speak. I could imagine this in boardroom discussions as well. I mean, imagine you got a boardroom and you got a high pressure deal happening, and are the people on the other side of the table for real? Yes or no? Mm -hmm. Having that would be so powerful and potentially scary. Guard your face as you go into one of those conferences, hey? Well, then you press a button and they explode. <laughs> well, you, you could use body heat temperatures, right? The temperature of the sensors for the temperature as well as we could we could construct something that's pretty high powered for for business deals around the world. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and is, but it is actually important. Ben, you actually um, circulated a, an article a few weeks ago to us about. Um, uh, CEOs being impersonated by deepfakes and in the boardroom, like yeah. people are particularly with the advent of Zoom and other video conferencing and things, people, uh, spammers and scammers are impersonating CEOs and actually getting um, staff from their business and their organisations to give them personal information on a range of different things and also firing them and doing things you know, some nefarious um, as as the CEO, and it's all fake. And the and the staff member or the the individual, they they're for them it's a bit of a dissonance because they think this person's real because that's actually what they look like normally, and so they don't have enough information to know that it's not that person. And here they are organizing, and you know, I'm organizing a meeting, I'm having a meeting with the CEO, and it actually isn't. And transfer, so you don't transfer in the bank account. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's fraud. But also by the CEO. And it, it also becomes like no different to what's happening with under hacking, really. I mean, you could really take down an entire company based on what a what a CEO might have said. I mean, imagine the lawsuits, the harassment suits, and all the other stuff that could happen against this poor uh, hapless CEO who didn't really know it was going to happen and suddenly it's all gone, gone pear-shaped. So here's the thing. So my staff listening to me, anyone listening to me, yes, I have a lot of tax surfaces. I have images out there. Yes, my voice is on podcasts and all the rest. I can tell you now it ain't polished. <laughs> it's not in any way, which means if I am coming across to you as a polished human being, it is likely a deep fake. Warning, warning, <laughs> warning. Will Robinson, warning. Well, it puts another it puts another level on to um, identity fraud. Doesn't it? It does. It's 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 quite. Oh, imagine the Kremlin. <laughs> you know, when leaders have died, they've kept them going. <laughs> well, uh, you know, somebody we actually we, we've talked about Disney before uh, resurrecting, or they resurrected a, a dead actor in one of their movies and uh, using AI. So yeah, you know, this kind of concept we laugh about it, but the reality oh. is it is actually true and. 
So it's, it's well, there's plenty of people. A that, lot of rigor needs to be around. Well, plenty of people who want to be kept so that they can go to the moon. They, they, they're frozen already. The cryogenics. I mean, there's a whole lot of um, investigation into longevity and altering for for another chance at life. So perhaps that's you know something that uh, this this could actually help with as well. What an interesting conversation about facial recognition. I hope our listeners, I'm sure, Ben, they're now going to watch for all of your socials and just make sure that the, the images or the sound bites or wherever it is uh, you are or you pop up. Um, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Newsom's going to come have a look. <laughs> <laughs> just might. And we will upload. I don't know if any of you have watched Upload on Amazon where you upload yourself, your self and you live in a digital world. Now, maybe that's where we're all going eventually. So, yeah. yeah. You, never know. Uh, you never know. Ab absolutely. So perhaps we, we live on a, we lead on a slightly interesting note. Is this a thing that you're happy about? Are you not happy about this thing? I'm not too sure. Um, I know that uh, perhaps if you are a place that's constructing one of these nefarious apps, uh, perhaps you need to tone down how good we look. You know, give huh. us a bit of grit. <laughs> Perhaps I don't know, uh, and uh, perhaps you shouldn't listen to me because I don't want you to do that because it'd be really a problem. Uh, but either way, this is a brave new world, and I would love to know what your feedback is. Uh, you've been listening to all of us here at the Edutech Me podcast. We can't wait to hang out with you again. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Edutech Me podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe to get notified about new episodes.